All right, football fans, we are back for the Week 8 edition of the Fantasy Hour on Tap. And as always, it is your man, Premier Amp, with Mr. Pat Bodeway. How are you doing this week, Pat? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How about yourself? Oh, uh, you know, just living the dream on this hump day, man. So we're a little bit closer to football. We got some uh, very, very fun game tomorrow, I think, with uh, what do we got? Panthers, Falcons on mm-hmm. Thursday night. We won't talk about the Sunday night game because, you know, whatever about that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm disappointed um, in the league. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm surprised that I know they don't flex games quite yet, or I don't remember how they do that, but that one should be flex. That's going to be a nightmare. But how did you do this week in uh, all your leagues? Uh, I'm in two leagues. Um, in my family's league, I am sad to report that I'm now in dead last because I've oh, had a man. slew of bad luck, man. Yep. Bad luck. So, join, join the party, man. Join yeah, the- but in uh in the league uh in the on tap league, I won, so uh, I'm doing okay in that yeah. one. So yeah, it's a playoff spot. Yeah, for me, I went technically uh, two and one in four leagues. Now, where you where you hear the dispute in the number, people are going to be like, you said two and one, but you play in four. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in one of my leagues, I, I don't know how this quite works. I don't know. I don't know how many people are in it. Really, it's just a buddies league. I just throw my team in and I don't pay much attention. Um, I got a buy, so I don't know. He puts buys in there somehow, and it was on, actually uneven a, teams. Maybe there or, must uh, be. On, uneven but what was so great it was the most clutch bye week i could ever have because like i would be honest with you 60 percent of my team was on their bye week oh wow so it was just a perfect time to have a bye week so nice yeah i mean if you want to be technical yeah i went three and one then or two and two i I don't know how you really want to look at it but well you can't lose on the bye week you know you can't so. so i guess three and one um but in our on tap one, I won again, and I took out uh, Mr. Duke Coughlin, Mr. At Pod Guy Duke. So take that one, Duke. <laughs> uh, nice. But so I'll kick us off here. Let's just get started with everything. Go over to Twitter and follow myself at Premier Amp. You can follow Pat at Pat Bodeway. You can follow our fantasy page at Fantasy HR on Tap and our main page at On Tap Sportsnet. And head over to www.ontapsportsnet.com and check out all the great articles we have. Cole had his waiver wires uh, article drop yesterday. Um, you will have starts and sits later this week, and I will mm-hmm. have my DFS as well. Uh, interesting week. So just to dive into it, since we'll be a little bit delayed on the starts and sits, just so everybody knows, um, we could dive into it, I guess, a little bit, and we'll slide right into your matchups. You're going to take the first seven. I'll get the last seven games. Um, pertaining to the Falcons, uh, Panthers game, are there anybody that you're thinking of putting in the article this week Um, that won't be in the article, but that you would suggest definitely Todd Gurley. Um, I, I'm sure everyone else feels the same way, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious that he scored a touchdown (laughs) on accident. I was rolling on the floor laughing. That was great. Um, but I, I like the matchup. I think that this is actually going to be a better game than it's advertised to be. Um, don't know how high scoring, but I definitely like Gurley in the game. And obviously you can never discount Matt Ryan to Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. And I, I did we get confirmation? Is McCaffrey back? He has been I, practicing. He has not yeah. taken off of IR yet. So technically when people were wondering, they're like, well, he's not on the injury report. Well, he's technically not on the injury report because he is still designated to IR. Right. They have until four o'clock tomorrow to take him off. And I've heard 
there's good possibility he plays. Okay, interesting. So if you're one of the people who has him in your IR spot, it might be beneficial to cut one of those stragglers or streamers that you picked up um, just to make room in case, right? Wouldn't you say that'd be a good move? Just in case, I mean, if he doesn't go off IR, you can always move him back and pick somebody else up, especially if you did the smart thing and begged your commissioner or listened to us, and if you're the commissioner, and eliminated eliminated the waiver wires and just did straight ads because of COVID. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, moving on to the Vikings and the Packers. This will be a bloodbath. We've said it so many times with the Packers. It's starting to get redundant. But, but it, it, I mean, Devontae Adams had like a million yards and every touchdown scored on Sunday. Um, Dalvin Cook uh, slated to be back, right? I'm, I'm right about that, right? He's Yeah, Dalvin, yeah. Yes, Dalvin's supposed to be back. Um, so, obviously, that's going to add another dimension to the Vikings offense. Um, you can never discount Adam Thielen, uh, Kirk Cousins, though. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm desperate for a quarterback right now, so I don't think I'd pick him up unless I really have no other option. But, you know, he could have a good game. We don't know. The Packers defense has been shaky. Uh, moving over to the Titans and the Bengals, you're starting King Henry, of course. I also really like Tannehill and Joe Burrow in this matchup. Um, I think Joe is going to be able to hang with Tannehill in this one you know the Titans are just going to pound the ball run it run it run it kill the clock get up to an early lead um which is going to require Burrow to throw obviously so I like him in that putting up some big numbers him to Boyd is always a nice connection and then you have you know essentially your taco buy of the week with the cheats Chiefs and the Jets um I think we saw what was it uh plus 14 or the Jets by 14 plus 2200 on uh on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So if you want to, you know, bet your mortgage on that, don't do it. <laughs> um I'm betting my mortgage on it, buddy. <laughs> I'm winning uh, it. The Jets are winning the JE the only Jets, person Jets, Jets. The only person from the Jets I'd, I'd consider starting would be uh Jameson Crowder. Um he's if their, he plays. It true if he plays. Um he's their clear number one passing weapon. LaMichael Pierre Ryan, I, 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 I was going to pick him up, and I'm really glad I didn't. I think I actually texted you uh, either last Sunday or two Sundays ago that how glad I was I didn't pick up P. Ryan because he's just not their answer, and they have a bad team. And when you have a bad team, the talent is just not going to come out. So I'm just staying away from them, and like we always say, everyone on the Chiefs, you're starting. Uh, and then, actually, I think this is a really interesting matchup between the Colts and the Lions. Uh, the Lions – are they're they're kind of sneaking on people a little bit. You know, they're not they're not a playoff bound team right now, but this could be an interesting game. I mean, you haven't seen the Colts look completely dominant, but they are coming off the bye. So you can see, you know, Jonathan Taylor put up some good numbers. Phillip Rivers is gonna be rested, so who knows? I mean, I'm still not starting Martin Marvin Jones. I mean, if you're like me, you probably dropped him a couple weeks ago anyway. So why would you? Uh, and then you get to this insane AFC showdown between the unbeaten Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be an awesome game. I was begging the NFL to flex either this uh, the Browns game that you're going to talk about in a minute or this game to Sunday Night Football. And um, this is an interesting one, too, because you've seen the Ravens get 
lucky enough to pull off some wins. But this is going to be a huge test for them. If they can pull off this win, maybe this is the season momentum swinging kind of a week for them. Um, If not, then I think we should be talking about the Steelers as legitimate Super Bowl contenders, um, which I'm sure people already are. But I think that this is the week where that conversation can change and start to sway in more of a Pittsburgh direction. So uh, I haven't liked Ben Roethlisberger a lot this year, um, but I think I'm going to go ahead and start him because I see this being a shootout. Um, And same with James Conner. I'm going to start him, uh, Lamar Jackson. If you got him, I just traded him away. Um, but that's in the league where I'm dead last. So we're not going to worry about that. Uh, and then the Rams and the dolphins and, uh, man, the, uh, the Rams put a beating on our bears and they embarrassed them on Monday night football. And, uh, I don't know if the bears are just that bad or if the Rams are that good. I think it's a little combination of both. And if the Rams don't take it to the dolphins this week, then they are who we thought they were. But, the interesting note about that is Tua Tagovailoa is getting his first NFL start in his career for the Dolphins. So I'm thinking about playing him, especially if you if you got someone on a bye, um, if you're in need of a quarterback, you know, if you lost uh, Dak Prescott and then you were you're so unlucky enough to pick up Andy Dalton and then you lost him too. Uh, this is an interesting one because Tua can make plays with his legs, which Nick Foles obviously could not do. And uh, this could be an interesting game considering what the Rams did to the bears. We're going to see if the dolphins can learn from that and take advantages of the weaknesses that the bears did not take advantage of. So that could be a very interesting one. Um, They just extended Adam Shaheen. I believe it was a two year. uh, I don't even know how much it was worth, but um for some reason, they're they're not playing uh, 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 Kisiki as much as they should be. So I'd probably stay away from him um, just because they're so volatile and we don't know what it's going to be. So I'm staying away from anything Dolphins right now. Yeah, until- I, I, like I said, unless you're really really desperate for a quarterback, I'm, you know, I'm all I'm all fine with Tua. I'm just saying anything else is sketchy to me because where is he technically going to throw? You know, yeah, I know. I know can- it's so weird. Whoever and whoever is Adam Shaheen's agent just cashed in big time because yeah. with the swap going to Tua, you don't know is, you know, for two weeks straight, Shaheen scored. So, OK, that's fine. But is he even going to be targeted now? Is it going to go back to Gasecki? Is it, you know, where where is it going to go? Is it going to go to the receivers? You know, that's where I'm just saying I don't know if I can trust any skilled player positions other than, you know, the quarterback and Tua. I don't think you can. I think this is one of those things where if if you're, you know, I mean, I, depending on how your league is structured, I mean, some some teams are already in the playoffs guaranteed. Some teams are already out. And if you're one of those teams that's on the fringe and you're in like a 14 to 16 team league, if you need some players, I mean, your only options really for Miami would be Tua, I don't think I'm starting anybody else because you have no idea how their offensive game plan is gonna gonna even be. You know, I mean, they they, I, they have to change it around for for having a more mobile quarterback like Tua. So I'll kick this on over to you for these next few games. All right, so we got Patriots, Bills, and what a disastrous show the Patriots currently are, and Cam Newton is a joke. 
is he droppable in your league now? And I would tell you after last week, after he uh, totally screwed me with like negative one point something points that uh, you can go sit on my bench. But, you know, not like it's going to really make a difference because I started sitting him and or I started playing him and started sitting Wentz and Wentz started to go crazy. I I think this is a interesting game, though, with the Bills and the Patriots. This is a time for the Bills to really take over the division. And they will surely do that behind the arm of Josh Allen with his main target and Stephon Diggs and a little bit of the mixture of the run game in Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. And that's how that one will go. And I think they will clamp them down on defense. I, now I agree. Go- and a quick nugget on that one. Um your your question about is Cam Newton droppable? I'm saying 100% yes, and I heard an interesting thing about that. Um, have you heard of COVID fog? Apparently, this is a real thing that some people who are being diagnosed with COVID are having this mental fog for weeks, possibly months afterwards. And when he was asked why he wasn't playing well, he said, "I don't know." And he made grave errors. I mean, you, you said it yourself. He got negative points, right? So I'm saying I 100% agree. Cam Newton droppable. Well, and what's and, and I mean I guess it's not funny, but at the same time, you know, I think initially when he was put on that COVID reserve list, he he tested positive, but never said he felt any symptoms. So if your COVID fog thing is real, there's his symptoms now. Um, yeah. So I mean I'm probably gonna have to go drop him and get someone else and or play once, and I don't really want to do that because it makes me sick. <laughs> Because I know I'm going to put him back in, and he's going to be like, hey, buddy, here's eight points. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I, one in six in that league anyways? I'm just going to start, you know, throwing shots in the dark, basically. Didn't help. <laughs> Claypool, Claypool also got me negative point two, so that one screwed me. Um, but anyways, over to the Raiders, Browns. How will the Browns look now without OBG, o, OBG, <laughs> OBJ uh, for the rest of the season going on IR? Hey, they looked real good after he went out last week. Baker Mayfield had it rolling. They had Higgins hitting it. They had uh, their rookie in Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Donovan, I don't know, whatever his name. Three last names, two last Peoples names. Jones, yeah. Peoples-Jones. Looked re- Both of them looked really good in his place, so that's going to be an interesting thing. I actually went and picked up Higgins in our league for on tap, but this will be interesting on the flip side with the Raiders, who have actually looked very, very good. Uh, Derek Carr has been surprising this year, pretty decent on the touchdown side, very slim on the uh, interception side. He actually has found an, a main new target in Nelson Aguilar, a former Eagle which I also went and picked up. So I think uh, this one looks to go good for the Raiders in my eyes, man. So I would I would tend to look at that one. Let's go to 3 o'clock slate. We've got the Broncos and the Chargers. Well, my boy Justin Herbert is lighting the world on fire right now, man. I, this is going to be interesting. You got um, – I still stay away from really much in the backfield with the Chargers – um, he spreads the ball around. So, I mean, you got plenty of options out there now on the side of the Broncos, they're still slowly moving along, struggling all over the place. Um, I pretty much stay clear of most things from them. I know Tim Patrick shows up once in a while. Uh, people still want Jerry Judy to do more, but that team's just, it's, it's scattered all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, following that game, we have the new Orleans saints traveling to Chicago to play the bears. Um, the only note on this one is Allen Robinson may be a no-go with going into pr- 
concussion concussion protocol. I'm having a struggling time tonight talking. Um, he went into concussion protocol today, so there's a slim chance that he may not play. Uh, so in that regard, they also said this week they want to get Cole Komet the ball more. They want to get him more in tune with the offense. He's earned it. He deserves it. Yada, 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 whatever. Smoke Matt Nagy blows out of his rear end. Um, uh, dude, I don't like anything really on the side of the Bears. You know, if Allen Robinson misses, it's a scary game for Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put money on it. If there was a way to bet a prop bet on if Allen Robinson doesn't play, you'll get a you'll like this one because this is a Chicago thing here. If Allen Robinson doesn't play, I put money on Riley Ridley still being inactive. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. <laughs> He'll never uh, see the field. <laughs> he won't see that. I don't know what he, the kid did wrong, but he won't see the field. Uh, on the side of the Saints, man, it's Kamara. It's Breeze. I'm playing Breeze in one of my leagues that uh, has two QBs. Even though the Bears are good, I'm still playing Breeze. He's been actually very, very consistent this year. Uh, Michael Thomas probably won't be in this game as well. So whatever hot dog vendor shows up this week for the Saints on the receiver side of things, play him. I mean, He's finding targets left and right. I don't, you know, he may still have, he may have a dead arm like you like to say, but he's finding people. Um, not, he'll pick up dead, his, just dying. His just arm dying. Is oh, dying. He's yeah. got like another half a year until it's completely dead, I guess. Um, but would you say this is actually going to be a low-scoring game? It normally is for the Bears, but do you do you think this will be low-scoring? On I mean, it could be, but it it's the Saints, man. I mean, they know what they're doing. You, yeah. It's a veteran quarterback, you know, so first you're playing ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, exactly. You're playing Kamara. I mean, ah. so uh, we'll, you know the Bears aren't going to get into a shootout in this game because if yeah. it is, it's over. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll flip this one over to an interesting matchup in the 49ers and the Seahawks. The Seahawks will be without Chris Carson. Carlos Hyde train again. yippity skippity doo da day For the 49ers, I'm going to tell you something, Pat. I don't trust their running backs. Not one bit. Not after the stunt they pulled for a lot of people last week when they said McKinnon would be the starter. McKinnon didn't start, and it was – who the heck was it? Uh, Wilson. Wilson gets hurt. They're out. They're without um, Mostert. Now they're out without Wilson. Now they've got, you know, McKinnon who could start. They've got Hardesty that could start. It just I – don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Their receivers are banged up too, but they'll find a way. You know, you also still got George Kittle, so you ain't going to skip out on that one. But on the side of the Seahawks, who just dropped a game to the Cardinals on Sunday night last week, uh, they're in for a win-now type of game. They need this one. So expect a lot of work from DK and Lockett, even though Lockett tore him up last week. Uh, I think this one might be more of a DK show. Um, Maybe a Greg Olson sighting. You know, we'll see. Over on uh, Sunday Night Football, Pat's Game of the Week. <laughs> this is Pat's Game of the Week, my friends, with the Cowboys versus the Eagles, the battle of who doesn't want to suck the most in the <laughs> yeah. NFC. Oh, my God. This this division is just atrocious. Um, dude, I don't even know at this time. The Cowboys just picked up Cooper Rush again. Now, do you remember who Cooper Rush is? He was their backup last year. No, I don't. Okay, so Cooper Rush was signed to a uh, restricted free agency tender at the end of last year. He was let go when they signed Andy Dalton. 
He went and signed on. I forget what team he signed with. He got let go from that team. So he's been sitting around for a little while. Then they both get banged up. Now they went and re-signed him again. So back (laughs) with Dallas. Um, He's on the practice squad, so I don't know if he'll actually be active. I guess they would. It's weird to say this, but you got to go Eagles in this game. I, Mm -hmm. you know. Dallas Goddard might be back. I don't know what the update is on Miles Sanders. We'll get more into the injuries for everybody on the uh, Saturday episode with the injury updates and DFS and betting. Um, But I know I did see Goddard should be back, which is huge for them, even though um, they did pretty good last week at the tight end position. So, I mean, if Goddard's back, that's obviously a help. Um, I know Rager is supposed to be coming back eventually soon, but they've been pretty good at wide receiver. So that's interesting, but I give this one to the Eagles. But now that I say that, I'm sure the Cowboys will go and screw this all up for everybody else. Um, Monday night football this week, we have the Buccaneers traveling to the New York football giants, my friend. Um, Yeah, this is not good. Buccaneers. (laughs) Uh, Godwin, I know, is out, so that doesn't really matter. You're going to play Mike Evans, whatever tight end you want to huck out there. Or, you know, Ronald Jones on the Giants side, I would say Slayton's probably a decent play. Other than that, everything else scares me. I'm not going to watch Daniel Jones run 60 yards down the field and fall over again. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) That was epic. That was the best thing ever. But at least Pat Mahomes came out and tried to pat his little friend on the back and say, I would have done the same thing, which you're lying. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, this this game's going to be kind of like that Sunday night one where I don't really have – much vested interest. Uh, yeah. If you have a Bucks player, you're probably playing them. If you have a Giants player other than Slayton, uh, who just came back? Was it Sterling Shepard, right? Yeah, Shepard's first came back was last week. Yeah, so maybe maybe him too. I mean, they're going to need to pass the ball a lot. Do the Bucks get Antonio Brown this week, or is that still one more week away? Oh, that's still – his suspension's up after this week. Okay. And then they're on the bye, I think, right? Uh, I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, speaking of bye weeks, who do we have on the buys this week, my friend? Let's pull that up real quick uh, with this intermission. Arizona is one of them. Yes, obviously. Yes, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, with this quick intermission, intermission, while I try to find what teams are on the buys this week, make sure you go to OnTapSportsNet and check out all of our great articles, whether that's fantasy, whether that's anything Chicago-related. Hey, you can also check out all of our Halloween articles that are uh, dropping and or from last season. Halloween is Saturday, so we're going to have some nice weather here in Chicago for once for that. You have to, um, real quick, you have to give the Cardinals credit for having a hell of a final game before going into the bye week. That epic showdown with Seattle, I mean, they have to be feeling good. That's Sunday Night Football at its finest. Oh, yeah. Not this one coming up. Uh, so on the bye, we have the Cardinals, Texans, Jags, and the Washington football team. My That's friend, right. I forgot about that. Who actually did just lose a big piece of their defense and Landon Collins going to IR. So that's tough for them. But you know what? They're still in the race to win that division. I that Oh, oh man, that division um, is a joke. But I'm going to kick this over to you, Pat. Give me a player you like. Uh, at each position this week at quarterback, wide receiver, running back in the tight end position. All right. Um, well, while we're looking at the quarterback position, I'm going to stick with the train. I've been on all year round uh, with Josh Allen going up against new England. Like you were saying, this is the time for Buffalo to overtake 
that division. Um, I love Josh Allen in this game a lot. Um, with the running backs, um, I hate to just be the guy who 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 picks the obvious here, um, but I mean it, it's just it's the top guys for me this week. You know, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, they're gonna have a lot. You know, you know that Kamara is going to be getting those dump off plays. You know that Henry is just going to be running all over Cincinnati. I mean, those top guys. How do you not love those matchups? I mean, the Bears defense or the Bears run defense specifically has been kind of mediocre. So I like Kamara to have a pretty good day. Um, And then with the wide receiver position and the Thursday night game, Mm -hmm. I really like Calvin Ridley. Um, Okay. I do, uh, and I I see this being a a better game um, than it's been advertised as. And you know, divisional game, it's the Falcons, the Panthers. They know each other. It's Matt Ryan. He's still got weapons around him. So I do. I like Calvin Ridley in this game. Um, and especially if you're in one of those leagues that has uh, three wide receivers and a flex rather than two and a flex. Um, yeah, hell yeah, I'm putting Ridley in. Absolutely, no questions asked. Uh, and then moving down to the tight ends, I mean, you got to think, coming off of a bye in a divisional game, it's a huge momentum-swinging game. How do you not like Mark Andrews in this game against Pittsburgh? I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh's defense is still real good, and we saw what rest did to the Ravens going into the postseason last year, but hopefully they learned from that. So I like Mark Andrews in this one. Okay. All right. I'm actually going to start this one off. I'm going with my wide receivers right away because I kind of want to piggyback off of your Thursday night game. Yeah. I've been saying it for a while now. I absolutely love Robbie Anderson in this matchup. Uh, I think, obviously, with this being potential for a higher scoring game. Now, DJ Moore is going to get more targets, but Robbie could be that guy that gets you four hole catches, 100 yards, and a bomb touchdown. You know, so Especially I think against this Falcons secondary. Right. Absolutely That's why I, I lean towards Robbie on this one. DJ is going to be more consistent. DJ is going to be your eight catches for, you know, around 100 and probably no score. But that's still very viable in a PPR league. So I just think that this is the big play of Robbie. Um, now, for quarterbacks this week, I am going to go to my guy. With the Los Angeles Chargers, I'm going Herbert to put on a show against the Broncos, even though this game will be in Denver. I think this will be a fun one to watch for him. Uh, you know, he's just been he's been lighting it up the last few weeks, even since he started, and you can't get away from that. Uh, now, for running backs, you know, I really don't know where to go. It's hard this week, isn't it? Because you is. just look you at know, the top guys. Yeah, you look at the top goes guys, I really do obviously love Derrick Henry every week in and out, especially against this Bagels team who also just traded away Carlos Dunlap. Um, so that opens up a hole for them. They're just kind of trying to build to the future. Uh, but I'm going to say off the beaten path, even though he's been consistent, I'm going to go with Daryl Henderson for the Rams against Miami this week. Um, he's been consistent, but if you want to look for a player that's not that number one guy, uh, we're not – I shouldn't say, you know, purified number one. He's a number one running back, but I think it's a good one for him. Uh, tight ends. Oof. Can I go Can I go Cole Komet for a man beat on 300? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Shut up. 
Shout out to the B Don. Um, yeah, probably uh, probably Kelsey. <laughs> Even though he's the top guy, he's probably gonna kill the Jets. Oh uh, yeah. Yet again, I look at this. It's just like running back. There's just you're going top end. Um, you know, you could go Adam Shaheen from Miami, even though I said to stay away from anything out there. I mean, let's just go over to let's just go to the Vegas Raiders. I'll go Darren Waller over there. Um, you know, against the Browns, I think that one could be a higher, not a higher scoring game, but it'll be a battle back and forth. The Browns aren't going to lay down. They're in a very good spot right now uh, with their record. They're just battling up against the uh, Steelers. So I would go with uh, Waller in this one there, Pat. I think an interesting one with tight end, too, is TJ Hawkinson. I was uh, looking at that, too. Yeah, but. yeah the, the Lions and the Colts game, it, it's going to be, I think it's an interesting game. And Hawkinson has had double-digit fantasy points in four out of the Lions' six games uh, with four touchdowns. And, uh, and that one's an interesting play to me. I mean, especially if you're someone who dropped Marvin Jones, if Hawkinson's available or if you can get him in a trade, I mean, I'd probably start him. Um, I do have to say, if I'm looking at tight ends that I don't like, I do not trust Evan Ingram at all in this game on Monday night. No, I mean, he's, he's just too inconsistent. I mean, he's had double digit fantasy points in two out of the seven games has not scored a receiving touchdown. Uh, it's pretty sad cause he was, he used to be really good and, uh, especially going up against that Buccaneers defense. I mean, it's just, it's too hard to trust somebody like that. And if you're looking at, uh, wide receivers that you don't trust, and I'm going to kind of string this along with some running backs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott, I don't trust them at their respective positions. I can't bring myself to drop Zeke personally, but I mean, how, what do you think about that? Do you do you trust Zeke and Cooper even going up against the Eagles? I mean, you got a crappy quarterback, unknown guy throwing to him, and Zeke has been a roller coaster of up and down this year. Um, if I'm trusting anything from that team it's going to strictly be Zeke um just due to the fact That's that fair. I don't yeah. I I don't know where they're going to pass I don't know who is going to pass the ball even technically at this point I mean if you want if you have to throw out one of the receivers due to a bye week yeah you're going to throw out Amari Cooper it's going to be the person that they trust the most but at the same time it's just hear it with caution cuz like I said we don't know who is going to be out there even at quarterback right now um yeah, but you kind of just got to ride the hand of Zeke right now and see if it pans out this week. They're going to have to rely on somebody. But yet again, with that being said, the Eagles do have a pretty decent defense. They're not bad. They will know that they are going to have to stack that box against them. So Zeke's going to have to be that monster he's been in the past and just bowl over everybody. But it's just scary. I don't disagree with you in that one, buddy. Um, but diving into the last little bit we've got, my friend, did you receive any questions this week from anybody? You know, I was so busy, I did not get any on the Facebook page that I saw. How about you? So over on Twitter, i got to switch over here. We've got uh, two questions. Uh, it's back-to-back questions, actually. Okay. Um, Mr. 
at Houston 0079. Uh, he asked um, Tunyon, Burton, or Bryant at tight end? Hmm. I hate Trey Burton, so I'm going to say no on that one. <laughs> I knew That's you were going personal. there. This that is, is personal. This is a tough question, though, because as I predicted with Tunyon, he kind of has fallen back to the wayside a little bit with everybody mm-hmm. coming back. Um, I mean, in this matchup, it might be a little more different, um, being that it's a divisional matchup with the Vikings. But I don't know. Um, I'm going to kick that one over to you. What do you think? It's it's. I don't like Bryant, that's for sure, even though he just came off of a two-touchdown game. But do we know how the Browns are going to be uh, offensively in this game? I mean, uh, did Njoku – he's playing, right? Yeah. He didn't get hurt, yeah, right? He okay. had a, um, yeah, no, he had a pretty decent game, actually. Yeah, well. that's, that's what I thought. Um so I mean, uh, how do you put faith in a guy like Bryant? I mean, if I if I'm picking between this one, I'm gonna go with Robert Tunyon, and it's not just because I've been saying it for a couple of weeks, but I still <laughs> feel like he 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 was battling an injury all week. Uh, I think it was an ankle last week, and he's still kind of toughing through it now. And you know that Rodgers likes to spread the ball around, and going up against Minnesota, weak defense, you know. I, I I see him at least getting three or four catches and a short score, you know. Okay. To me, Bryant is a little more of a risk, especially going up against the Raiders. I think you kind of know what Green Bay's offense is going to do to the Vikings. Yeah. So what I'm going to say here is if you need to take a big risk, go Bryant again. Um Tunyon will be the safe play, so you know there's your two answers. I'm sticking away from Burton, and that's not just being biased for to my hatred for him. I just think that it's not a viable thing. It's just so inconsistent over there in uh, Indianapolis. But I will say, if you have a chance, if Najoku's still out there, I would go Najoku just purely to the fact I think he will be the more reliable tight end in Cleveland. Um, I know I played him, and I think. You know, I mean, I played him in DFS, I should say, but I just think he's more reliable. Um, and his second question off of that is, would you make a trade uh, Jamal Williams for Gronkowski? Uh, I mean, I almost want to say personally, pull the trigger just because Jamal's going to play one more week, it looks like. And I think your value goes back down after that. So I think your value now for Jamal is better because Gronk will be more uh in tune with the team i don't know it's so tough i mean i just how many tight ends are we talking though i mean if, if, is this the same team that has i'm not sure if it's Tunyon the same team or not and bryant I mean, uh, I mean he might just be looking at people to pick up too that's true so. yeah yeah that's uh, true um gronk has been heating up a little bit but um, you also got antonio coming soon yeah and you still have Mike Evans to to deal with getting and when Godwin gets back. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I do agree with you that I think now is the time to maximize Jamal Williams' trade value. So if you're going to do it, then yeah, yeah, I would do it. Yeah, because I think once Jones gets back, he falls back down that list again. I agree. Um, that's just yeah. that's just the way I look at it. But 
Yeah, I well, think and, and, and what are the other running backs on your team? So, uh, you know, what's your situation right. like too? It, can you afford to lose a running back like that? Then yeah, absolutely. It's, that's that's a no brainer if you can. But if your running back situation is anything less than you know solid, then you know do you pull that trigger or not? Maybe if you're willing to risk it. But yeah, if you got if you got a solid RB one and an okay RB two, do it. I'm gonna ask you a good question here. I actually just saw this scrolling through Twitter. Uh, there is this question that says, um, are you starting Le'Veon Bell against the Jets this week? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in a really deep league, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge game. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But um, so what we'll do here is I got one last question that I found. Okay. And this uh, this question is, who do you. Who to start at quarterback this weekend? Tannehill versus Cincinnati or Brady versus the Giants? Well, I'd actually really like to know what you say first before I give my answer, because I think I know what I want to say, but I'm curious as to your opinion on this. Um, I'm going Tannehill in this one. Really? Okay. Yes. That's not where I thought um, you were with that one. Yeah, no, I just think the issue is Brady can be very inconsistent at times. Even though it's the Giants, I think you could rely on Rojo to run a lot. Maybe they get Leonard Fournette involved again. I just don't trust, you know, Brady can go off for 25 or he's going to pass a bunch of times but only get you, you know, 12. I think Tannehill has been very consistent this year and it's, you know, and it's Cincinnati. So it could be a battle back and forth. So I would I'd feel much better about Tannehill this week. I, I agree to a point. I think that Tennessee is going to jump out to that early lead and then just try and finish them off. And it's going to be a shootout in the reverse where Burrow's just going to be playing catch up. I don't see Tannehill needing to throw a lot, which is why I would probably stay away from him. The only reason why I think uh, the Buccaneers will is uh, because I think that Brady is starting to kind of find a little bit of a stride. Um, I, I don't want to say that they got it down yet, um, but I think they're getting there. And I think Brady is starting to show, uh, you know, maybe not some of his younger self, but I think he's starting to show why he is, you know, one of the greatest ever. Okay. But not the greatest ever. No, he's not the greatest ever? Why not? Oh, I'm going to go he down a rabbit it. hole on this one. All right. I mean, uh, he's got six rings. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just move on. We'll save that for a different episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was going to see if I could find one more before we wrap it up here tonight. Oh, DJ Chark just got married. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah, it's his bye week, you know? You know what? Whatever. Probably <laughs> I'm just joking. So here, let me ask you this question. Um, I actually texted you this the other day. It was a trade yes. that uh, uh, that me and my nephew made, um, and he accepted it, and uh, and okay. and it went through. So I'm just going to put this one out here, and I'm not going to say who received who, um, but the trade is uh, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson, and T.Y. Hilton for Tyler Boyd, Matt Ryan, and Melvin Gordon. Um, now I just want to, I just want to ask, uh, I know that you know who, who, who did what, but I want to know 
Who do you think actually won that trade? You said it was the T.Y. Lamar. Uh, I mean, I think it's even, honestly. Um, T.Y. has been very inconsistent. Lamar has been up and down. So, I mean, he can take off again at any point. Marquise Brown is whatever. Matt Ryan has his really good games. Melvin Gordon's eventually probably going to get suspended at some point. And Tyler Boyd is pretty good. So that's where I say it's pretty split. Um, They both have their good and bad. I think that of those six players, I think the highest value, and I'm just talking value, not talent, the highest value there is Tyler Boyd. And I think that could I we we could have possibly exchanged Tyler Boyd straight up for Lamar Jackson, strictly based off of team needs and value. But I think that the additional players, um, which is something that you should always try and explore when you're making trades, especially with people who pay attention in, in your leagues, especially in deep leagues, too, um, is having those additional players kind of cushion the blow, for lack of a better term. But you have to look at the Lamar Jackson to Marquise Brown connection. That could blow up. You know, I mean, you've seen them have some big plays before. Um, and like you said, T.Y., has not been playing well. Here's the caveat. After this trade was accepted, the person who got T.Y. Hilton dropped him immediately for Carlos Hyde. <laughs> I, mean, I can't blame that person. Yep, me either. Yep. All right, so last question I will ask is, Carlos Hyde or Jamal Williams this week, contingent on both starters aren't playing a la uh, Chris Carson, Aaron Jones. Uh, it's a flex uh, option this week with Godwin down and Scary Terry on a bye. Hmm. I well, I, I think I'd have to go hide. Really? Yeah, I think I'd go hide. Yeah. Huh. You Seattle's go- Seattle's offense as a whole is just too good. I mean, you know, even though they lost last week, I mean, the 49ers defense is banged up. So yeah, I think I would go hide. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the flip side. I'm gonna go Jamal Williams. I mean, it's the Vikings. They're putting players out left and right. Daniil Hunter looks like he's gone for the year. I think he's getting his surgery. Uh, the Vikings look like they are chalking this season up almost in a sense. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jamal. He's looked good. I know a lot of people, some people get worried about the rookie, A.J. Dillon, behind him. But Jamal still can put up the points just like Aaron Jones. So I like him this week. That's how I'm going to go with it. So we'll see who's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, no disagreement there. Jamal Williams can definitely put up the numbers when he needs to. That's 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 no disagreement there for sure. Okay. All right. So with that being said, my friend, we are going to close out this episode. As always, make sure you go over to ontapsportsnet.com. Check out all the great articles, as always. Also, go over to Twitter and follow me at Premier Amp. Follow Pat at Pat Bodeway. Follow our main page at ontapsportsnet. And follow the fantasy page at fantasy HR on tap. Pat, good luck this week, my friend. And you too. As, and as always, man, stay safe, be smart, be good, and enjoy football this weekend, my friend. Good luck, guys. <laughs>